Welcome to the Mind Shifting Podcast. Here you'll find a weekly chat filled with topics that spark curiosity, knowledge, and interest. It's an honor to have you join us. Hello all. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. I'm really glad you chose me as your companion to spend some time together, listen to my thoughts, hear me ramble on and on, and hopefully at the end of this episode, you'll feel as if you related with something specific I said resonated with you. And as always, I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on everything that I sort of discuss here on the podcast. So today I wanted to talk about a little something called mental jail. I'm not quite sure how I came upon this term. Perhaps I heard it on one of the audiobooks I'm listening to. I'm actually currently listening to like two, three different audiobooks. So it's either that or I heard it on a podcast because honestly, I don't have any other like interactions at the moment. So it's one of the two. From my understanding, mental jail is this little space, maybe it's a corner that we've created in our minds that we lock all the optimism that we don't allow to come up to the surface to get some air. All of the positive things, I guess, that could happen in our lives are locked in this mental jail because we bring upon doubt and what if and all the worst scenarios possible sort of emerge. And we feed these scenarios in actuality by going more in depth as to what if this happens or what if that happens, we're giving power and we're giving space to the scenario, this what if. So I wanted to discuss a bit more today as to how I personally handle the what ifs, maybe share with you what's in my mental jail. And hopefully by the end of this episode, I'll feel somewhat freer as if I broke out of this mental jail, even if it's for a little bit. And I hope you guys get to feel the same. So I was thinking of all the opportunities I've missed in life because I self-sabotage myself and because I let all the what-ifs take over and I wasn't happy with the amount of opportunities I calculated in my mind because of this projection that I had, because of the feeling, the self-doubt I let get the best of me. I mean, I don't want to feel as if I have many regrets in life, but certainly there are some opportunities opportunities that I can look back now and admit to myself that, you know, I wasn't really thorough with them or I wasn't 100% paying attention with all the opportunities that I missed. Let's say for work, I like to think that I create opportunities for myself. I'm not really a person that expects things to sort of fall into my lap and I'm not known to have this immense luck of randomly meeting someone in a cafe and they're going to be like your guardian angel when it comes to work. My brother is actually very lucky and fortunate with these random meetings that he has throughout his life that almost always someone falls into place and has sort of guided him into his next step in combination, of course, with being an extremely hard worker. I think those two go hand in hand. In my case, though, I can't seem to recall that, oh, I met someone that introduced me to this opportunity or something like that. Of course, it has happened, but nine out of 10, it's been because I've actively done something to achieve my next goal. For instance, I'm collaborating with Thrive Global. I'm sort of like a content writer for their site. And this was done because I 
looked them up, I searched through LinkedIn, I found a contact info, I sent an email introducing myself and sort of the rest fell into place. But it's not as if I randomly met, you know, the head of content at the supermarket, we started chatting and by accident, this thing happened. I have realized that most of the things that have come together as far as my work goes, I can maybe see that it's because I put in the work and I performed A, B, and C, and that's why I got to where I am. But I've also sort of sat down and thought to myself how many things I didn't follow through with or how many things I was perhaps presented with a chance and I just didn't realize that at that moment that was something big for me. and I. I either ignored it or as I said previously I just self-sabotaged the whole thing and a specific example does come to mind that I'd like to share with you I have been contacting several people that I admire personally and they have their own following on their social media I mean I'm not gonna lie of course it would be a benefit for me to get them to come on my show perhaps to do like a little interview here for the podcast and to share some more thoughts and insight with my audience with you guys so I contact them and they were very warm with the responses. Yes, sure, let's set something up. I didn't do much about it or I didn't like seize the opportunity right away. I kept thinking to myself, okay, I'll email them back when I have a better microphone and I got a better microphone. And then what was my excuse? Oh, I won't have time to record this week. So maybe I should email them next week. And it just kept on postponing the contact that I was supposed to make because of course the other person isn't going to chase me to do an episode on my podcast. It has to be me that pulls the strings to get something done. And And I asked myself, why am I doing this? Because they said yes in the first place. So it's not because they're being kind. They value their time. I value their time. So I'm assuming this is something they want to do. So why am I freezing? Why aren't I following through? And to be honest, I couldn't come up with a certain answer. I couldn't come up with one specific thing that, okay, this is why I'm not doing it. Is it because I don't feel worthy? I don't think that's the case. I do feel worthy. If anything, I contacted these people in order to be on my show. So I must feel like they're a good fit on my show. I didn't really come up with one single thing. But that's when I realized I had a bunch of thoughts in my mental jail that were prohibiting me from moving on and sort of achieving my next goal and doing what's necessary in order to improve myself and my work and my personal life and everything. I tried, I guess, to unlock this mental jail, even if it's just for a bit, and see what else is in there. And I found quite a couple of things. I'm not happy about it, but I'll be honest. As far as failure goes, I don't fear failure as much. And maybe that's because almost always I tell myself that, okay, worst case scenario, they're going to say no. And I'm okay with that because as far as I'm concerned, I did what I could in order to get in contact with this person. And that's enough, at least for the first step, that's enough. So as far as failure goes, I don't see myself being afraid of it. I understand that it's a part of life. I've accepted that it will offer me tremendous lessons as far as to how to move forward. So I'm okay with that. But I 
I guess my biggest concern was, okay, why aren't I emailing that person, or why aren't I texting back someone else in regards to helping further my business? And I think it's because I sometimes see myself as a burden, and not so much that I actively do something that can be considered a burden, but it's just sometimes I think that okay, maybe this person is just being kind, or I don't want to get myself. All excited that okay, this podcast collaboration is going to happen, or this Instagram live thing is going to happen, and then just all of a sudden it doesn't. I'd rather protect myself and not give myself any hope, rather than give myself hope and then take it away. And now that might contradict with what I said previously in regards to failure, but I'm okay with hearing no as an answer because that's a definite answer. No means no, and in most cases I can learn to. Be okay with that, but if I hear a yes and then I try to follow through, and then I don't want to seem too pushy, but at the same time I don't want to seem negligent, and I guess I haven't found that balance, especially as far as work goes. Someone has kindly agreed to join me on an episode of my podcast, so I email them and I wait and I wait and I wait some more. When do you email them again without being too pushy? I still want to make it happen, so I don't want it to look like I've forgotten it or. Um, never mind. I don't really care for it. But at the same time, I don't want to feel like I'm being too pushy. And of course, I won't spam them every single day sending an email. But I do want to know where they're at. I do want to get a better sense of if they're actually interested, if it's going to happen, if it's not going to happen. So it's mostly to wash these doubts I have about myself, about becoming a burden. Maybe I don't feel like a burden at first, but I don't want to become a burden moving forward. So perhaps that's. A more concrete thought on what's in my mental jail. As far as what ifs, I don't really like to spiral. I don't think anybody likes to spiral. I don't see myself spiraling with what if this happens and what if they say no? What if they say yes but they have certain conditions that I can't meet? I find that it's a waste of time. It makes me feel worse. Every time I do it, so I mostly avoid it actually, and so far it's been good that I've been doing that. But I certainly do see myself as keeping me away from opportunities, not following through with some emails, or not making important phone calls because I don't want to get excited that it's actually going to happen. It seems that I'm not setting myself up for failure, but at the same time, maybe I am. So maybe that's one of life's mysteries, and if you can solve it, feel free to send me a message. But to get back on track, I want to unlock this mental jail. If anything, I'd like it to just be gone altogether. But for starters, now that I'm realizing that it's happening, that it's in my head, I'd like to start taking things out of this mental jail and working through them one by one. So the first thing I guess that I'd like to work through and I'd like to do is be more consistent with my work opportunities. If I feel like I want to chase something, contact a certain person in order to further my business, I want to hold myself accountable and I want to actually do it. I don't want to plan it and think about it and grow this idea in my head of how the conversation is going to go like and not actually do something about it. This is what I need to do to grow my business, so I'm just going to do it. And I have to accept that I can plan as much as I want, but there are still many things that are outside of my power. There are still many things that can happen that I won't be able
able to account for. And I need to be okay with that because by me not moving forward, it doesn't mean that these things won't happen. If anything, they could jeopardize the position I'm in right now just by me not furthering my business. So it's not something I want to do. And I don't want to self-sabotage myself. I don't want to sell myself short. I think I need to feel more confident that this is what's going to happen. I'm going to move forward and it's going to happen for me. One way or another, I'm going to make it happen. I want to hold on to this mindset that this is meant to happen for me and it's going to happen one way or another. But at the same time, as I said in the beginning of this episode, I know that I need to take some steps and some actions in order to get to the position that I want. So I need to go hand in hand with circumstances that come along and actively doing something towards it. So I guess the combination is what works best for me. I'd like to think that I'm not an inconvenience. I'm not a burden. I'm not pushing anyone to do something they don't like. Because if a person tells me, no, I'm not interested in collaborating with you on a video for your Instagram page, I'm okay with that. I accept it. I respect it. I hear it. End of discussion. But if I hear yes, and then I have to follow up with you in order to get to the point that I want, I guess I have to remove the guilt from that. It's not a bad thing to have to work towards your goal. If anything, it's a good thing and I want to learn to be okay with that and I will learn to be okay with that so I suppose I'm pledging to you guys right now that I will be more consistent I'll be more thorough with my contact with other people in regards to all of my work stuff I will hold myself accountable and if I feel that I'm actually being too pushy I will take a step back but I have to at least try because right now I'm not being pushy in fear of being pushy but I'm being I guess I might come across as flaky or that I don't really care for the things I'm asking for because I don't follow through with them 100% and I don't want to be either of those things I don't identify with being flaky and I don't identify with being pushy so I have to find something in the middle I have to find something that works for me and if you're experiencing something similar I guess you have to find something that works for you too and that could take time I'm okay with that I trust the process I understand that things take time I'm okay with that and I just have to make sure that I'm doing the work I have to do I'm holding myself accountable. I'm respecting my wishes and other people's wishes too. And I think at the end of the day, things will work out for me because there isn't a reason why they shouldn't work out for me. I'm taking this thought out of my mental jail. I'm going to make sure it doesn't go back in there because as I said, I'm trying to clear up the space in there. If you're battling a mental jail right now too, I'd suggest take out one thought and try to process it. Don't go to a Marie Kondo cleaning and try to take everything out. Go slower, just start with one thing, work through it, see where it gets you, and then work on the next thing. Only when you feel certain that the first thing you worked on has found its new place in your mind. And I'm gonna leave you with that thought. I hope we all feel more at ease with this mental jail and thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast we hope you enjoyed it and left you with some food for thought until next time always remember to allow your mind the space to shift find us on instagram at mindshift.gr or wherever you listen to your podcast